Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Encouraging Word Podcast. It's been a little bit of a break, and we're so thankful to be back. I've got Leah with me again, and we are just excited about something new starting in September. We're going to read from the Word to you for a little while, and then just do some quick comments, and hopefully it'll be something that encourages you. So we thought about starting in James chapter 1, because I love the whole book of James, and we're just going to read chapter 1 to you today, and then Leah and I are going to comment on it. Um, one of our goals for this year was, I feel like there are a lot of opinions, a lot of comments, a lot of things happening in the media that we could comment on. But one thing I just felt impressed upon during this season was we need to hear what God has to say. And so we hope that by reading the word of God to you, you can just soak in his words today. That's a great thought. Thank you, Leah. We're going to start in James chapter 1, verse 1. I, James, am a slave of God and the Master Jesus, writing to the twelve tribes scattered to kingdom come. Hello. This section is called Faith Under Pressure, and I'm reading out of the message. Consider it sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come to you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so that you can become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get His help and won't be condescended to when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believing without a second thought. People who worry their prayers are like wind-whipped waves. Don't think they're going to get anything from the Master that way, adrift at sea, keeping all your options open. When down and outers get a break, cheer. And when the arrogant rich are brought down to size, cheer. Prosperity is as short-lived as a wildflower, so don't ever count on it. You know that as soon as the sun rises, pouring down its scorching heat, the flower withers. Its petals will to end. Before you know it, that beautiful face is a barren stem. Well, that's a picture of the prosperous life. At one moment, the very moment everyone is looking on in admiration, it fades away to nothing. Anyone who meets a testing challenge head-on and manages to stick it out is mighty fortunate. For such persons loyally in love with God, the reward is life and more life. Don't let anyone under pressure to give in to evil, saying, God is trying to trip me up. God is impervious to evil and it puts evil in no one's way. The temptation to give in to evil comes from us and only us. We have no one to blame but the leering, seducing flares of our own lust. Lust gets pregnant and has a baby, sin. Sin grows up to adulthood and becomes a real killer. So my very dear friends, don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes from heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. There's nothing deceitful in God, nothing two-faced, nothing fickle. He brought us into life using his true word, showing us off as the crown of all his creatures. Post this at all the intersections, dear friends. Lead with your ears, follow up with your tongue, and let anger straggle along in the rear. God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger. So throw off all spoiled virtue and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple humility, let your gardener, God, landscape you with the word, making a salvation garden of your life. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but, letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. 
Those who hear and don't act are like those who glance in the mirror, walk away, and two minutes later have no idea who they are or what they look like. But whoever catches a glimpse of the revealed counsel of God, the free life, even out of the corner of his eye, and sticks with it, is no distracted scatterbrain, but a man or woman of action. That person will find delight and affirmation in the action. Anyone who sets himself up as religious by talking a good game is self-deceived. This kind of religion is hot air and only hot air. Real religion, the kind that passes muster before God the Father, is this. Reach out to the homeless and loveless in their plight and guard against corruption from the godless world. Well, there's a lot that we could digest from chapter 1 of James. My favorite verse is the one that talks about every good and perfect gift coming from heaven. And I'm so grateful that we can know where good things come from <laughs> and we know where evil comes from. And it's it's almost the kind of thing you can ask a toddler and say, who's good? And they'll say God is. And who's bad? And they'll say the devil is. And I think it's sometimes we get all confused about those things, but I think sometimes we need to think like a toddler. And that would be my favorite I can, verse. I can think like a toddler. <laughs> we can think fine. like a toddler. Give me a nap. <laughs> Give Oreos. me some snacks. <laughs> and we'll be happy. What's your favorite verse in this one, Leah? Um, I actually really enjoy James chapter 1. I think one of the things that has been really good for me, so maybe not like the verse that I would get tattooed on my body, but... Um, don't try to get out of anything prematurely. I think that's in right at the beginning. So I want to say, uh, oh yeah. So it's consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. Well, we all want to be mature and well-developed. That's for sure. I don't want to be deficient in any way. <laughs> Not deficient. Yeah. Yes. For me, I think that is an important thing from the perspective of, I I think we can all relate to the feelings of, when is this going to be over? Mm-hmm. Um, concern, uh, concerning corona, for some people concerning school, for some people concerning um, uh, maybe a financial issue that they're dealing with. All of those things. And you know, the funny thing is, is uh, it's weird how those difficult moments of our life shape us into um, wonderful people. Right. I think I read a quote sometime a while back that essentially just said, you can't love who you are and hate the things that shaped you. Hmm. And um, I'm not saying anything along the lines of like, oh, God sent these things. It even says that God doesn't tempt us. God did not send these bad things. However, the cool thing about God is he does not waste a thing. He does not waste a moment of our life. And so even when we are screwing things up, which I think all of us have done on some level. All of us. um, Even when we are screwing up, God has this wonderful way of redeeming us and giving us grace and showing us grace. And so the one that's that's kind of the verse of my life right now, don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Don't wish you were somewhere else. Don't wish you had something else. Don't focus on your lack or focus on the things you want to change. Focus on the good and the God things of your life and see how those things can grow. 
Oh, that's so good. I love how it talks about Jesus being, or God being the gardener of our life. And That we, sounds like you to me. Yes, it does sound like me, doesn't it? I love to garden. I love beautiful things around me growing. And I think if we think about God as a gardener, he wants to see beautiful things growing in our lives too. Mm -hmm. And that means that we need to do some cultivating. That needs, we, means we need to do some planting. And that weeding. Means, and weeding and watering and making sure that we actually do see the harvest. Because yeah. there are things that are harvestable from our lives, which yeah. I think is so good. And then the other verse I think that's so good in James is that we don't want to just be hearers only. Mm -hmm. We don't just want to hear it and think, oh, that was cool. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We want to be changed, and mm -hmm. we want to be doers of the Word of God. And I think my one of my favorite sayings I heard a couple of years ago was, you know, the best apology is changed behavior. You know, if we, you know, we come to God repentant, but I think He probably looks at us and says, okay, you know, if you if you just change your behavior, it would be better. Yeah. And sometimes we do that with our kids, and we want them to change You've their behavior. You've never done that with me. Never Mom. with Leah. She's the model child. Obviously. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing for us to remember is that when we hear it, if it doesn't make us change our behavior, we're not really putting it into action. Yeah. And, you know, something that I um, had not really grown up doing, I grew up reading the Bible, but I didn't really read the Bible out loud very much. Mm. And I think um, we forget that we're very convinced by our own opinions. And mm -hmm. so when we say things out loud... It's amazing how even our brain starts to digest it and digest it and digest it until our heart finally believes it. Right. And so this, us starting to read the Bible out loud, that is a little bit of a selfish thing for me, is because I know how important it is to hear my voice say mm -hmm. the words of God. Right. And I do want to encourage you, um, one of the verses in James, I can't remember where it was, it was like 19 or something like that, it was like... Lead with your ears, then follow up with your mouth, and then let anger go in the rear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do exactly opposite. <laughs> yep. We lead with our anger, and then we say something that we wish we wouldn't have said, and then we think about it, or we hear what someone else's response right. is. And um, I am really, I've been convicted about leading with my mouth and following up with my ears, or leading with anger and following up with my mouth. Mm. And um, something that marks people who are like Jesus to me is leading out of love. Mm -hmm. And I, some of the people that I love the very, very most are some of the most wonderful listeners in the world. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I'm working on if you want um, a little bit of my checklist <laughs> for this year is leading with my ears, following up with my mouth, and just letting anger hang out in the background forever. Back to what you were talking about, how important it is to hear the word. I like to, before I go to sleep, I just turn on the Bible and listen to it for a little while. But it also talks about in the Bible that that's how faith comes, by hearing the word. And like you were saying, sometimes it has to come over and over and over until we are convinced that that is the truth. But then we get that heart and head connection, and then it comes at our mouth, and that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. When faith comes out. Yeah, and we want to help you. We want to also grow. Mom, you want to grow, right? I do. I want to grow. I We're not to... too old to grow. No, <laughs> no. Thank God. Hallelujah. Um, but I, I just want to remind you guys, we're not in a spiritual competition with each other. Right. If all of us grow, we're going to be better for it. The world is going to be better for it. This mutual big, benefit yeah, to everyone. The big C church is going to be better for it. 
And so our prayer for you today is that your faith can grow. And in this way, I encourage you to read the Bible out loud. If maybe you haven't made reading the Bible part of your life, now is a great time to start because there are a lot of things being funneled into our ears right now. And I really, really want the words that I believe to be words of God. Amen. I agree with that. Can we just pray for you today? Father, we just thank you so much that we had this time to just talk about your word in James chapter 1. All the things that we just read, we just believe, God, that you're going to remind us of on a regular basis, Father. We know that you bring back to our remembrance those the things that we have been taught. So we just ask you, God, to just minister to every single person who's listening. We believe, God, for change, for the better. We believe, God, that you are bringing people out of darkness into the light. And, Father, that good changes are coming in our lives and in our nation and in our world. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Tune in next week for James chapter 2. And we just want to remind you to speak up, build up, and lift up with your words. God bless you today. Bye.